0: Does anyone out there know, Phil Collins, the man, the legend, the co-host of the great heavy music podcast that you're listening to. As always, it's Alex Peterson with you and my trusty sidekick, Phil Collins. Fill Say hello to our adoring fans.
1: Hello to most of you. Some of you are dicks, probably.
0: <laughs> the ones you invited to
1: listen. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Phil? What have you been doing with your sweet, handsome self? I missed you, dude.
1: Uh, I missed you too, man. Um, Just working and mostly school, though. Just got done with my spring semester, so I'm almost done with all of it. That's
0: about it. I am excited to talk to Hang you. Hang out my girlfriend. Good. Finally yeah. getting a little action. Proudly, yeah, finally. Bro. Don't tell her it's been like a 32-year dry spell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know... <laughs> Who's counting? (laughs)
0: Hey, uh, I I got a lot to talk to you about with respect to the uh, albums we have going back and forth here, because I think they're two pretty good ones. But before I do that, I just kind of wanted to touch base with you and see where you're at in terms of we are now, what are we, uh, five, six months removed from the heavy metal cruise. It was your first cruise and your first heavy metal cruise. We talked a lot about it, did all the episodes about it. But it's this time of year where I really start itching like, God, I just want to go see see some live metal. I can't wait until the cruise comes back around. And the thing I usually do to keep my mind occupied is go to metal shows that are local. I go up to Tampa. I go over to Miami. go to Lauderdale. Uh, I see a bunch of shows this time of year, but everything's fucking shut down because of COVID. Mm. And I haven't been able to do that. So what have you been doing to kind of satiate your metal appetite? What have you been getting into, man?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've basically just listening as many albums as I can on on the YouTube. I mean, um so I, I'm trying to, I'm kind of just getting back into it, so it's exciting for me still. So I haven't gotten to the point where i go to all these shows, so I'm not being deprived of anything like you are, you know what I mean? But you don't I'm miss not,
0: what, you don't miss what you didn't have, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. I haven't gotten to that point, but once things cuz I haven't been listening to metal in a long time. So but once uh things start um loosening up restriction-wise regarding concerts and stuff, I'll definitely check out more shows. But basically, I've just been listening to a ton of uh, full albums on YouTube because they have this awesome algorithm. There's more music you can possibly keep up with. It's insane. I know. That's why I think this
0: podcast is so valuable, really, to anybody who wants just to go to a source, one source with high-quality offerings. This is the place to be. No doubt. You can sift through some garbage, man.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's so cool about the show we're doing because as as I'm looking through all these bands trying to figure out what's worth listening to, I kind of like uh, review sites that not that you have to go off of them totally and sometimes they disagree with each other, but generally you can get a feel when there 's universal acclaim and so I like sites that kind of whittle down everything you know what 's good you know tells you what 's worth listening to you know what top ten best albums of this year or whatever so so you kind of have a feeling not that you should completely be guided by someone else's opinion. But I think it helps narrow down things that are going to be worth listening to.
0: Have you been on a, you know, sometimes certain parts of the year, I get into a little kick, like, especially when I was living in a more seasonal climate, I would definitely notice myself being more into doom in the winter and more into the kind of shoegaze black and stuff when it was cold and and the days were short. And then the summertime, I was more into the upbeat power metal and stuff like that. You falling into that trap at all, or you just kind of accepting whatever comes your way?
1: Uh, Kind of accepting whatever comes my way, although I do feel like mellow death is a great summer genre, you know, so it's nice out. I've been listening to an album that I I may or may not recommend to you later, Uh, and I've been listening to that one in particular, and I think it just jives so well with spring coming and stuff, you're going outside more, it's got a lot of melody and you feel upbeat about it, so I, you know, I think I'm with you when it comes to like seasons, you know, making one feel more appropriate.
0: Well, that's perfect, because you just fell into my trap, you stupid fucker. Ha ha! I didn't know what kind of album to give you, and I've been, like, dying trying to figure out what album I was going to refer to you, and now I know exactly which one. So you've just told me in your own words. I just led you like a lamb to slaughter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well... I guess that shows you the kind of man you are. I don't, know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You got me. You got me. got me with something great. I guess I'm
0: the victim That's, here. Oh, I was going to say,
1: you know what? I mean, it's really a blessing in disguise. I think so. So Not now so that disguised. we've
0: solved that riddle and that Rubik's Cube is solved, tell me if you have a That's So Metal segment. Bruh.
1: I do. I have something that is particularly metal. Um, it happened in Florida. Not. I want to say because, of course, it did because it's Florida. So uh, this is this is the headline. The man who dragged shark from boat in Florida sentenced to 10 days in jail. The Florida fisherman will spend 10 days in jail after pleading guilty to misdemeanor animal cruelty for dragging a, sh- a live shark by the tail from a boat. According to the Tampa Bay Times, Robert Bowe, Benack III, was the last of three men facing charges stemming from the 2000, June 2000. That's that's a phrase. June 2017 incident. Anyway, there's a video of this, and they're dragging it behind the boat, and it gets torn to shreds by the boat motor. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. What are your thoughts?
0: I think it's pretty fucking metal.
1: <laughs> I do feel a little bad for the shark, but I, I, you know, we've all seen jaws. You know, motor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: That thing wouldn't hesitate for a half second to eat you whole if your arm was bleeding an, uh, the tiniest bit. In fact, it would come for miles to eat you whole.
1: So you maybe they prevented several deaths, even.
0: I think they're These men, I think they are. They should be applauded. They should be hoisted on our shoulders. As, you should be giving them a
1: medal. Yeah,
0: they. will well, tell you what. Are exemplars of what Florida men should
1: be. I'll tell you what the problem right now is. The, the biggest problem is how are you going to mount a shredded up shark head on your wall? <laughs> <laughs> How's that one going to work, huh, smart guy?
0: How many? Okay, over <laughs> under. Thirty-one beers consumed. You said there were three total guys involved.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say thirty beers apiece. That's not thirty-one beers apiece. Ninety-three beers. Have no, 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 no. I'm saying or,
0: over under thirty-one beers total. That's t- that's just over ten beers a head.
1: Yeah, you think that's how many were consumed by those guys? I'm asking you, During over it? or
0: under? Do you think over or under?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to say over thirty-one beers. Yeah, it seems Absolutely. very likely. Wouldn't you say it's like a 12 per that's 36 it seems
0: like a case and a 12 pack made it onto the boat and maybe four made it home. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they were. Oh, my God. They probably didn't even know they did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except the video footage and all the that they took
1: it intentionally and it's steady as shit. It wasn't like they knocked the camera over and it happened to pick it. No, someone is like fucking on it. A total accident. There's a tripod and yeah, like a yeah.
0: film crew. And, uh, right. and just the repeated chantings of everyone saying, bow, 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 bow. Right, <laughs> right.
1: Both shark hunter, banak or whatever. But really, but, yeah.
0: but really though, I mean, working in the legal system, I have to say, what a tragic waste of taxpayer resources to try to litigate that type of case for three years. It's like, you know. Okay, I get it. We're a progressive, more forward thinking society. We protect animals. Okay, you know, that's nice. But there are real crimes going on out there. And we gotta dedicate resources to Bo tying sharks to the back of his boat and being an asshole. <laughs> well, you know, you know what they say.
1: The guy who ties sharks I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I just wanted to throw something <laughs> Well it's gonna imply that he was going to be a serial killer, but then I was like, eh. Probably not really true.
0: No, <laughs> sincerely doubtful. I'm sure in the ten days he spent in the slammer, he was probably like not worth it.
1: I'll say though that he's allowed to serve these a lot of the a lot of the time on the weekends. So you go to jail for a weekend, that's a thing, right?
0: Yeah, weekends, of course. How? Let me just ask you it. this: Of course, over under a hundred percent. When a hundred percent is your typical way, you look forward to a Friday when you have off all weekend over under three percent when you got to go to jail for the weekend
1: oh my god yeah everyone's like woo it's friday and you're like god damn it and you're like and you love monday because that's when you're out of jail you're right <laughs> for
0: five consecutive weeks it friday rolls around and you think oh god no <laughs> right
1: my ass is sore off thinking about it yeah. and and
0: uh, <laughs> I guess what this story leaves out is Bo's an orthopedic surgeon, so every Monday morning he's got to wake up and go carve some guy's shoulder open <laughs> after that rest-filled weekend of 48 hours of not closing your eyes.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, you're, you're like a construction worker, and he has to bust his ass Monday. Like, he's be there at 6? At 6. And if you're at 6, you're late. You're fucking late. You have to be at <laughs> 5.45. And everybody knows that.
0: And they let you out of the clink at
1: 5.50. See you, pal. Right. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You have no time to get there. Yeah. I, I think. What a living hell.
0: I think the outcome and the the
1: actual act were both metal in their own ways. I agree. It was a metal story. That let's be honest, we kind of just found very quickly. We did a pretty good job. We can add that out if you want. <laughs> nah, no, no chance, dude. It. I'll
0: leave a slap <laughs> on the back <laughs> for ourselves. I'll leave a self-applaud. No, no right. doubt. I'm I agree. I think. love it. All right, well, uh, here's the thing. I think our back half of the episode here is going to be pretty swift because I referred to you a little quick-hitting, like, five-track gem. And mm-hmm. you gave me more, many more tracks, but still brief. Uh, I think it's like 46 minutes or so. good good size albums that we can probably jump through pretty quickly. So what do you say we do our rock, paper, scissors, anything you want to do, and see who goes first? Uh, okay. Give me a second, though. I like how you...
1: Go ahead. Huh? All right. I so said, I like how you outlined all of that as a prelude to something, and we just did the same thing we would do done no matter what, no matter how long they are or anything, because we still want to play Rock, paper Scissors. Like, it doesn't change exactly,
0: anything. Exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you how this one's going to be unique, and then we'll do the exact same thing we always do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Now, um,
0: give me a second, though. I just got to think, because I swear, I, before we got ready for this episode, I was saying to myself, I got, like, the best...
1: Rock. I mean, you're a creative guy. I should be. You, I, I, normally, I'd be afraid of something, but now, I've, since the last couple, you've been soft. I know, man. I, I know you can come with something crazy.
0: Kind of off my game. Although, I, you know, I was listening back to one of our old episodes the other day, and I thought it was hilarious when I said ceiling fan that was like slowly coming off the ceiling while you're sleeping. That's a great. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is. That's very good. I don't. Th- that's the thing. It's kind of a skewed matchup because we could have rockers for things that are like, I don't know, the most like annoying like you have to whittle down the category. let's like, do that if you were staying over at somebody's house what would be the most like bizarre like a fan like that person's a fan that's like gonna come off the phone all right rail, let's you know? do
0: that let's not let, railing. do you want me to give you a category or do you want to give me a category you you get it you come up with category all right. i'm gonna give you okay it's gotta be something that existed before the year 1800
1: all right there you go cool
0: and also could be found on a person like a kid could, it couldn't be so monumental that you couldn't carry it okay so it has to exist before 1800 and be
1: along with so if i went with an if i went with an asteroid it probably would, it probably wouldn't get
0: <laughs> unless the asteroid were the size of a peanut butter sandwich or smaller <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then right. no <laughs> okay <laughs> it has to be something that you could eat relatively easily ambulate with on your
1: person but how close to the peanut butter sandwich limitation do we no have that's to get purely
0: there? just appropriate for what i consider the density of an asteroid to be i feel like an oh, okay. asteroid yeah, the size yeah. of peanut butter sandwich would be relatively heavy
1: yeah, I think it would like I don't I don't know it would fucking yeah it would be really heavy. <laughs> I was trying to think of like all the shit it would do. Okay, all right, I have something that would fit on someone's person that I'm ready for.
0: Okay, all right, you ready? Have existed. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Any anything you want to you do.
1: Do stone. axe. musket with a. Okay, I just said musket.
0: Muskets were say, around good. before 1800. I'm
1: retarded. I think they were, man. We fought the Revolutionary War with muskets. Well, you fucking won. I've
0: had, I'm thinking it's like the fucking Stone Ages. Like a fucking <laughs> no, <war>. mole. <man>. <laughs> dude, they had, all, they had all kind of explosive fucking shit. <laughs> Here I am picturing cavemen in 1780, and they're fucking fighting the Revolutionary War.
1: <laughs> a sort of sharp rock. Uh, a The first wheel. Uh, (laughs) Benjamin Franklin's
0: writing the fucking Declaration of Independence. And I'm picturing some guy with like a three-foot beard and a stone wheel. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) It's like, it's not that long ago. (laughs) (laughs) What a piece of shit. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. I still like I like the idea. I still like the category. (laughs) We can do it again. (laughs) Next time.
0: All right. Well, you clearly pwned on that one. As you said, Musket, it's like, you know, when... You're, you're watching a movie and the scene just like slows down, or the record's just like scary, <laughs> and you come to realize that what you said is so fucking retarded.
1: <laughs> it's okay, man. Oh, I feel like my whole life life's <laughs> over.
0: Oh man, that's gold. All right, so All right. then you you so pick. You pick. Who do you want to go first?
1: I'll I'll go first about you Uada.
0: okay and I perfect. will the album devoid of light do you need to take a quick break should we go to a break or are we ready to roll
1: I think I'm ready to roll if I can just get myself my notes real quick I wrote down
0: alright I, I referred this I album to you I came across this album uh, I want to say three or four years ago now and I've seen these guys live once and they were fucking great
1: okay good that's awesome Because they seem like they'd be pretty heavy live. Did you? And then I
0: think I I insisted that you listen to it in order. Did you do as I instructed?
1: I did. I sure did. Good. While I'm studying, I think my way would have been better. But still, no, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, are you going to start telling us at all about the album?
1: Oh no, I I was just going to kind of end the show there. Just kidding. No. Okay, so this I don't know how to say this song but it's Natus Eclipism but okay so I think this band's entire approach um is pretty apparent in this song so because they do this riff that you just heard and then they like slow it down they change it up again when they want to change the tone and the tempo of the song but it's cool to me that they don't necessarily add in a new riff they'll just do the same one but they'll slow it down and not that they invented that but they do it Pretty consistently, I think like every song. And they do it at intervals where you know they're gonna do it, but it still sounds good. And they're, they're particularly committed to that technique. And I think that's really neat. Cause when it goes, it, gets a little, it almost feels like it's a little deeper. Anyway, um, the, and they have this like, I like the way they do like, uh, most of their verses have like blast beating and distortion behind it. And I think that sounds really just awesome for atmosphere. Um, I really love, uh, this song in particular, I think it's cool because I love the song. Um, and The album's great, great. Anyway, I'm, I'm just but glad the, he does yeah, his oh howling yeah dude, The thing. howling
0: is the fucking shit
1: Yeah so I was like I thought that was a really Kind of Different uh, You don't hear anything like that A different take on Adding atmosphere Especially you know With vocals um, And he does it At first when there's like He's talking He's, singing, he's screaming about Dogs howling I even think So I, I kind of thought He was just doing that For that song But then he started He does it the whole album that's at points so i thought that was kind of cool i don't really know many bands that try something like that uh with the vocals um so anyway great song that every riff is great I, I i can't convey how great a riff sure is yeah yeah exactly i'll show you my riff what um but uh very good riffs um there's a bit of a formula this band has where they'll they seem to end it on the original riff most of the time so they bring the song full circle and they do it right before it's too long because like even this song I first heard, i was like oh it's kind of drag and then it stopped as before i even finished that I sentence dra- oh okay it's over you know so it's like okay exactly i was like oh good so they got good instincts um for when, you know how to structure the songs and what, what is a good time to stop so it's definitely a great song. Um, very forlorn atmosphere. I mean, it sounds tragic, oh, even, doesn't it? When he's doing the howling stuff, it, you're just like, wow. Um, so, and it's gonna be hard to do top three, but I will anyway on this album because there's, there's only five songs. Uh, but my top three are the. Well, I'll get to the the first okay, let's go of to my it. top let's three, three to is it. the second song. Next,
0: next, but, next one is the title okay, track. Okay, setting for ready Five minutes and fifty six seconds.
1: Yeah, I think this is the best song on the album. And uh, I really really like the original the beginning, the kind of groovy doom metal riff. Like doesn't it sound like Avatarium almost to you? Like a kind of grungy um, it's got tempo, but it's it, it's like and you it's hear much this slower in doom than the, all the first time. one. You kind of don't expect uh,
0: this change of pace, but then it picks up.
1: Right. Yes. Uh, and so they they try a lot of different tempos. Um I really like the way he sings the verses. It's got this kind of driving, authoritative kind of tone. Um, I, I, that's that's like one of the better moments of the album, the verses in this song. Um, and so I, and I said Catatonia vibes from the vocal style, and I think he starts to do like this kind of almost monologue-esque screaming, you know, and I, I don't remember, it's like later on, I think, in this track, or at least it came across like that to me, where it's like, A guy just bearing his soul, like you know, when you first listen to "Dance of December Souls," you're like, "Yeah, this is really different." This guy's like, it's like he's just like he's screaming, like he's talking, he's really upset about something. A
0: shitload of effort behind it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, I I think that combined with um, all the riffs, especially the main one, and the way that he does the um, verses. I just think that this is the best song overall. It has all the pieces hit, on, you know, on every cylinder. So, um, awesome song. Fucking love this song, What do you think song, about this song? I thought
0: it was a super cool change of pace from the first one because the first one is just so in-your-face with speed and punch. And this one has got more just, this mm-hmm. is less of like a fuck you up in the pit and more just standing around on the side and just, uh, it's a headbanger. It's a total banger. And then they, right around here, they have that part where it yes. just kind of drops out. And it's just that tremelo kind of sounding mm-hmm. guitar ready and then you
1: yep even this yeah, riff right it, now this is sorry, the, ahead, where sorry. it
0: just kind of builds up where you know it's gonna come back in with a vengeance and you can't wait you're just in anticipation of that
1: mm-hmm yep um, and that's it that, I think it's cool too that you know what they're gonna do something the songs drop and they uh, you can follow it really easily I mean it's it's pretty clear with its structure. It's like the build, build, build with a riff. That's pretty black in my mind. This band really totally. toes the line between black and death metal. But, um, you know, uh, cause if you go to like metal and they'll say it's like death or a black or something. And you said it was death and it really is kind of both, but you know, right after that riff, they're going to do something, uh, probably a, yeah, a scream, but he doesn't, he does, he uses that shrieky howl thing. So I think that, which I think is really neat because it, it's what Continues I up picture.
0: Like hearing something. If I was out in the woods and I he- heard a band playing in like a barn way down the way, it would sound like this—just howling, like echoing, yeah. filling the whole fucking woods. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a uh, very like ethereal. You know. Okay. Sweet. For, like, so that, that was your
0: number one, right? Um. All right. So let's let's go to track definitely. Then. Definitely. What's up with this one?
1: Okay, I, this song is really neat because obviously it starts off pretty quick, um, with which I think is even, I think it's even maybe a little faster than the first and second song. I say quickest hitter, starts with good blast beating and a riff that builds slowly in key and then it kind of layers itself. Um, there's a part at the end of this, or t- maybe mid end-ish where they go, it, the riff is like da-da-da, da-da-da. It has like this alternative squealing or squealing in every alternate riff. And it sounds so cool, man. I love that. I think this band is, like, um, low-key, like, progressive. You know, they're not just melodic. I mean, they try a lot of different shit. I think this is what you're talking about right um, here, right? So, I... I, Yeah. Yeah, I love this.
0: And you you haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah. But I think the drumming is tits on this album.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's they a good just, point. The, that is the good. drums That's just drive, drive the fucker, man. There's t- yep. There's tons of blast beating, and they do it all the right times. Um, but even, and I like this riff too, that bendy one. Or sliding. You know, almost a little, almost a little um, trippy. Even. I don't know if he's sliding a guitar or bending. Yeah, I can't tell. But. um it sounds really neat. And so I think this band tries a lot of different shit. That, that's, that's like from a... That sounds like an old school death yeah. riff to me. Don't you think? Like if you were going to be... If you were Mosh and you are a bunch of guys with long hair, that, that riff, man, that's like... And that know, last part that we just heard with the drums where he does scene, a double like snare
0: crack. It's like bop, bop, bop. And then it just... It kind of repeats that a couple times. That just a little variety in the drum right there gives you enough that you're like, God, I want that again. But they don't over... He don't they don't overplay it yeah yeah
1: yeah um, I agree it's like they they like said they have good instincts they know when to when to introduce something and when to stop doing it uh, it's pretty cool when you when you really listen to this these kind of bands I, I think it, you start to notice um, nuances that really make bands great I think this ties in pretty well with the next album because I think there's a lot of, like that where you're like man I didn't notice that the first time I listened to it now it's like it heard a couple more times and you know a lot of bands you maybe wouldn't have that you know like you, where are you going to draw the line between like a, a good band or a great right. band or what, what are bands missing and I think this band does a lot of good shit um you can tell it's this, it's a very not artful enough, and this is my favorite music.
0: one I love how it's he's, definitely great I love how he um, screams but I can't see should... Good. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh oh, I wanted to talk too about the, the title track. I forgot to mention it, but the way he says um is it that song he's the way he screams indoctrinated blind in opposition to our will. The way he says indoctrinated in the second song is so it's so good, man. It, it's so it reminded me a little bit of um uh Night Rage when he sings screams conscious and tremor where he's like catch it's it just lingers and it's so like hatefully right. To, like the, sad you know what I mean it's just like this right now is what track such indignation our pale
0: departure. not to cut you off but I just want people listening to know this is track 4 Our Pale Departure
1: totally good good okay so I like um, I like the somber desolate kind of opening the drums slowly kick in it's got a good build um, you know when the blast beats are coming and they do but this main riff is so good it does a lot of the counterpoint
0: the speed of
1: the blast beats is just brutal. Yeah. But, so I like, the riff is long because it has like that long, I don't know if it's called a counterpoint or resolution, but it does one part and then it, you know, has like an accompanying part that like really completes it. And I think it's, I just, I love it. I think it's a great version, or a great example of a, of a, of that grungy opening riff. I'm kind of interested to know
0: what your expectations were, like you saw the cover art, you saw that it was only five tracks long. I mean, did you expect this at all? Had you heard anything like this? Because when this came to me for the first time, I really, I don't think I had ever heard anything that sounded quite like this.
1: Um, well, this is a, I mean, if you want to go off a very superficial criteria, I would have seen the album cover and the length and been like, oh, I'm definitely gonna try this because right. even if I don't like it, it's only half an hour. Or 36 minutes, so I would have clicked on it anyway. My expectations were okay. atmospheric, so black, something like that, as um, heavy and in your face a, speed. Now, nah, it's got way more speed and just really, I think, quick, like classic, if you will, death metal. Um, and it just has to be a little longer and it throws some different things in, so it's like little, it's almost a little proggy, even, um, to me but not because of the you know, there's no gent sound there's not the technicality involved with Prog but it's the, the, the fact that they throw in so many different things and try them to keep the songs fresh I think is great so awesome. I think it exceeded my expectations because I thought it was going to be atmospheric black that kind of I had to be in the mood for but it's well, it's a bit faster Sweet. than that it keeps awesome. your attention so then tell, did, tell
0: yeah. us uh, what about you what do you like about the last one and then wrap it up to tell us what our, what your, light, your favorite second and third tracks were the last one is called "Black Autumn, White Spring."
1: Oh, okay, so I like. Okay, so I like this song. Uh, um, or to finish up "Pale Departure," I, there's a part uh, in the verses. There's like an echoey, like there's like a at the end of the riff, and it, it, it's very subtle. and I think it does great to build the atmosphere, and that's and I think it, they come back in with the main riff, and it's just awesome end to it. Okay, so cool. I love that song. That's probably my second. Uh, and then I'm really torn between the first. Song and this song between like a, the third one, which really not that many songs, but um, Black Autumn, White Spring. The intro is great, very intense. Um, you can tell what they're gonna do riff-wise, kind of before they do it because of their. I do think they establish some habits, but I mean that's not to say it's a problem. Um, I think the, the the way the riffs get into the in the verses and like in the background are really great. Um, they and they lose some of the blast beating from earlier, and they put this kind of crunchy riff in. And this is the only song that has a solo that I noticed. I might be wrong about that, but I think it's a great solo. And I, I kind of—that's the only criticism I'd make. And I kind of wish they'd done they'd done some more solos because I mean they weren't like exceedingly necessary. But this band—it is it almost seems like there's more. They could do some even more than they're doing, and they're just they're putting it on reserve. But it, it would have been cool to check out what they could do, you know, if they put more solos in the songs. Um, that was just kind of a side note, though. But anyway, it's a great song. I said this. Uh, this is the song you would play when the sun starts to like die. <laughs> like it's so intense and atmospheric. And, like,
0: and I totally fucked up. This is the tragic, song. Where he says, you know? Without vision, I can't see. I-
1: Oh, I, well, I, loved, didn't, I, didn't I love this, song. This is, it, so. um, my, I think
0: my favorite one is S&M, this is my second favorite one,
1: and then the first one's my third favorite. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, there's that like, it's got this mechanical feel, and it feels so cold. And I just think it's perfect for the, for an album called The Void of Light. Like, so much of the sound is so cold, and like, just... Dead and pretty metal, but perfect awesome, for man. a. Uh, and now called the Void of Light. There, whatever, Like a star whatever theme they were going for, I definitely nailed it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's like an eclipse on the front. And it's it's some of the best cover art you'll find. To, to tell
0: you, it's awesome, dude. I'm really excited right that now. you liked it as much as you did because I I hadn't. I don't think I've given you something this kind of just straight up. I'm trying to think back of the stuff I've given you, I'm not sure that I've given you something this kind of straight up heavy. Just
1: Speed, heavy. Uh, uh Speed, heavy. Eh. I'm trying to think of the heaviest stuff to give me, but yeah, maybe not. I mean, I think Windeer is heavy. Uh, yeah,
0: but pretty melodic. Bellicor was pretty stuff is pretty heavy. They're pretty fast. This is probably the blackest of anything I've yeah. seen you just yet. Although Windier is pure black, so never mind. But okay, yeah, yeah, all right, good. I'm glad because I-, I felt like you'd like it a lot, and I just was so drawn to the intensity and the length it was the perfect combination for me and i have to say i saw them live and they were better live than the album that was another reason i wanted you to check these guys out because sometimes you go see a band and you think oh this is great it sounds just like the album and then other times you go and you think this is fucking better this is like they're they're a better live band than they are album yeah and that's these guys man they are fucking awesome
1: That's a pretty rare deal, man. on a man. killer show. Okay. It's
0: pure energy. They're all wearing black masks. You can't see shit. They got long hair hanging out underneath the hoods. They're just growling and screaming and jamming, and the drummer's going fucking ape shit. It's, it's a spectacle, man. I stayed up till, like, I want to say they didn't go on till 1.30 or 2 up in Tampa. I didn't get home until fucking 4.30 and I had court at 9. So, I mean, it was like, yeah, I, I was I was committed wow. to see these guys. It was great. Loved it. And the thing that's so fucked up about it that is, is awesome. It was in this shithole bar and there was maybe twenty-five people there.
1: And it's like <laughs> I mean how much did it cost for me to no, it's, like it's like it not even worth it for me to play there, is it? I and mean, the travel expenses. People don't yeah.
0: realize that, like everybody who I think starts a band think that they're gonna be Metallica. But you gotta go through a lot of shit eating before you're Metallica.
1: No. Like in all likelihood nothing, you're gonna lose a lot of money and financially it'll be shitty, but if you're lucky you'll get picked up and you, maybe eventually or you, or you'll just be popular enough that even in your local area the right. people will like you a lot and you know, make money that way. But it can be hard to it can be hard to see competitors. Yep, maybe. and then you got a I love this and then you got a too, band sorry. like this that's that so burner. good, so talented,
0: so powerful live and they're playing in front of twenty five assholes in mm-hmm. a Tampa Bay bar. It's like what the fuck?
1: I know. I mean, yeah, that's true. Hopefully they got oh, I'm more sure, people I'm in whatever tour sure. And I think they're from was. the Northwest, so they probably in got a lot of following in Portland yeah.
0: and Washington State and stuff. But I wish these guys nothing but right. the best, and I'm really glad that you like this album. Did you check out their second one by chance?
1: I've been meaning to, but you um, said it was a lot different, and I don't know, I just check didn't want to compare them and, uh, while I was trying to get into one. Tell me offline what your thoughts are, because I, though, I don't want to slam yeah. these
0: guys, but I definitely prefer this one.
1: Okay, I'll say oh, the cover art for the and, second and one. And you know, was it was interesting. Too, I that. think this band is one it's of those them. where yeah. you
0: fall in love with whatever you heard first. So, so I, because I've met a lot of people yeah, with a yeah, lot of sure. gear on totally. at different shows, a lot of, lot of people, really cool people, and I always say, "Oh, great shirt, great jacket, whatever." And inevitably, when I ask them which album they prefer, it's whichever one they heard first.
1: Right. I mean, I like every band, right? Like if Maiden, I'm like, I love them one of my I, like my favorite album is probably Brave New World but people have been listening to them since the 80s are like right. that, that's good but Killers is fucking way better you know
0: awesome first shit,
1: Yeah, awesome. so yeah but yeah great album I was gonna mess with you and pretend you like I didn't like it but then I didn't have the heart. heart to but little. I will I'll a get you a lot of heart alright
0: awesome dude well yep. let's uh, jump into the next one you ready okay the next one was the I album am. you gave uh, to me which was Ghost Mile by Voyager and I yep. like how these are going to juxtapose themselves because the sound is totally different. Yeah. So let's play the first track Ascension from ghost mile. And tell me what kind of brought this to your attention and why you, why you picked it for me. And then I'm going to dive in and tell you my thoughts.
1: Um uh I' been looking for different things to recommend to you and I really liked um, some of the proggy stuff that I've been getting into recently and so I was like, let me find a good prog album. I found about found out about these guys on Reddit and Angry Metal Guy and I just gave this album a chance and eventually it grew with me to the point that I loved it and I just felt like I had to I really re- like it. see what you thought.
0: I'm gonna save save you a lot of time and worry. Good. i really like it a lot i found it incredibly approachable i was able to put it on first listen and listen to the whole thing through while i was working and then i listened to it in the gym and then i listened to it at the kitchen table and then i just listened to it in the shower it's like there was never a bad time to get into it, it it's it got a couple heavy parts i mean my only my only criticism at all just relative to this show would be is it's not particularly heavy but it's you know
1: oh yeah it's uh, it strays the line between rock and metal. I would, st- I'd still give it enough because there's a there's occasional growls and the jenty yes. sound, yep, kicks but in. That, but yeah, that that's would fine. Just that's understandable. only be
0: a categorical kind of observation. It's not a critique. I think I, I don't, I, I hope you're not hearing me that to, to say, I wish it were heavier. I don't at all. I think it's excellent. I really, really enjoy listening to it, and you know how I'm always kind of like up your ass about just being up your ass because I like to be in your and I'm just kidding but the you know how I'm always always kind of up your yeah, ass about like the what? placement on albums and how they're laid out this album I don't yeah. have any criticism of I feel like the strong the strongest out al- the strongest songs on the I album am. are spaced so perfectly that the ones that are in between that are not necessarily as yeah. captivating are still very very good and then the captivating, like checkpoints, if you will, are so fucking good that you wait, you are ha- more than happy to patiently wait for them to come. Do you get that vibe?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I, especially because I like where the title track is, because it's one of the strongest songs. And it's got, it's right after that little filler part. And then there are two tracks that are good, but they don't blow my mind. you read my mind, bro. I bet we're
0: going to have a a very similar top three. Because I really like this Ascension song. It's a nice intro, but the next one is a game changer. Misery is only company.
1: The song is, I love it. When you first hear that chorus, you can't tell me it doesn't just grab you. So cool. It's so easy to just
0: sing later, sing after the fact, because it's, the vocal delivery... I mean, we didn't. I guess I didn't ask you this on the last... On the Uwada album. D- who won? Strings? The the sticks? You know, drums? Or vocals?
1: Yeah. I'll probably give it to the vocalist because of the unique how thing he tried. I probably, interestingly enough, would have gone
0: drums on that album. I think that album is so driven by the drums, it's incredible. But this album, the vocal delivery is so cool and unique and the just even right here when he says suddenly, sudden low and then when he says, it's a ceremony.
1: <laughs> That's so fucking cool, man. Yeah. I know. They, He is, is very similar in the sense that they try different things. He'll do some goofy stuff sometimes. So, yeah. It's like, was he just, they just jamming and then he just started doing stuff and they just went with yes, it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It feels very, I can see um, him on free. stage
0: being arms open, just kind of singing it out because, yeah, they're just, the way he sings, Mom! In this song, and Ceremony, this one where I was just kind of like, yeah, this guy owns this shit. He's really down with it.
1: Yeah. And I think the uh, guitarist is singing in that chorus. Um, Like, because I saw them live. Or I saw a live show on YouTube of them. And he was singing that That is awesome. And I don't know if they always do that or what. This is an Australian band,
0: whereas Uwada is an American band, and... uh, you know, yeah. with Soldusk being the yep. last album we reviewed from, uh, or the, rather, the album Lunar Falls by Soldusk, also being an Australian band, and we previously did Bellacor A lot of great metal out of Australia, man. A lot of great stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the Nebula um There's there's another band I just, was just I can't remember the name, but they were also awesome an Australian band. I don't know if it's just they've been pumping out this amount the whole time and we just discovered it or there's an influx in recent years? I'm not yeah, sure. Voyager Voyager's been around cool. for a while. So let
0: me go to the third track because I want to move through these yeah. without too much delay. Next one is called Lifeline. Glory. And it's got a mm-hmm. real cool vibe. Very cool synthy intro. Kind of makes me want to watch Stranger Things. Um, and the way that I kind of... The way that I experienced this album, and I don't know if you had the same feeling, but I lived all the way through every time. Like I want to say, probably six or seven times in a row. I mean, I this one I haven't listened to an album as much that you referred to me as this one since the Crisis album by Alexis on Fire. This one I was just instantly drawn to and okay. like felt comfortable with, and like I had heard it a bunch of times before. You know what I'm saying? Yes.
1: Yeah, sure. They have a, because uh, they're so approachable. I think it's almost, it's almost poppy. But um, I had a weird. I mean, I didn't even like this at first, man. I don't know what it was. I started, I listened to it, and I just uh, something wasn't what I expected, I guess, about it. And I just was like, eh. And then I kept, people kept talking about it, like online, and I was like, man, maybe I gotta give it another chance. And I finally, did. And then I just grew me like crazy. So I was really piecemeal with which songs I liked because I would just. I was, I was just writing them off. And the first thing that jumped out at me that I, when I really gave it a chance when I finally got to it was Misery's Only Company. Pretty much when I heard that, I was like, I need to keep listening to this because maybe I'm missing something. So I was pretty... Uh, yeah, okay. What's the well, word? Well, in that I don't know, same I was, vein, I was a lot. this
0: Lifeline, I like it a lot. I really enjoy it. I never skip a song on here, but it's not one that I would say to somebody, go listen to this song. It's not like a standout.
1: I... I used to um, not really like the chorus, but then it grew on me a lot because it's too simple, and uh, that's what I thought originally. But I don't know. I this song really grew on me a lot. Uh, I love the ending solo, and when he's like when he says uh, demo- demure among the southern skies," I think the way he delivers that is great. Um, so it, it grew on me. But I agree, it's not gonna. It's maybe right. not the one that you would. So let's, mention let's jump to into track four, which is the fragile somebody.
0: serene. This one's got a cool start with the piano intro. I love the piano work on this album. Love it. And we'll get to that. I I have a sneaking suspicion you're gonna love the same song I do too, towards the back half of the album. But I I like this one. Cool vibe, cool atmosphere, and just a cool, cool intro. Like I can't say any other word for this song. It's just kind of cool.
1: It is cool. I think this song maybe has the best mix of a soft theme and you know soft uh, music, but also a heavy-ish main riff. That dun, dun, dun. Um, This is a very. It's also a very uh, uh, genty album. I don't know if heard uh, of All I know is that it starts with a really D explored and, that term much. Right but the D. people, yeah, gent. Um, they use a lot. Of, they use palm mutation to like stop a riff and make it go dun dun dun. Like that, it's an pia basically. And so there's a lot of that on this album. Um, and I think and it doesn't necessarily have the same exact uh, technique behind it, but the main riff in this song is a pretty gently main riff. It, dun, 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 dun. It's like it's like they're like each chord is supposed to be like a hit, like a th- it's a, just very not maybe thunderous isn't the word, but kind of approach to making a riff. Uh, anyway, point is, I love how they have soft Music, piano, even like a jazzy guitar, and I, this genty main riff. I think it's pretty cool. I
0: listening to these guys the same way I feel listening to the latest album by the band Sewin. I don't know if you've checked that out, but I really... They don't necessarily sound alike, but just the feeling that I get while listening to them is very similar. So I think if you like this as much as you do, you should check out Lotus by Sewin. And I know... I know since we saw them together, you're already inclined to like it, but okay. check it, check that out. I really think you'll understand what I'm saying. It's just mm-hmm. a similar vibe yeah. of approachability and just captivation at points where you're like, God damn it. All right. You want to do the next one here? Next song is To the Riverside. Two minutes and ten seconds.
1: All right, I lost you for a second there. I, I don't know if I was just awkwardly staring at you. Yeah, I but said you paused. Stare at me and I don't know if, if you, you were want saying to something give I didn't uh, get together. But <laughs> we oh, signed God. it in well, blood. Rules are rules. Now, um, uh, <laughs> but didn't, didn't you like on "Fragile Serene" that ending. That's yes. not the main singer, but when he says "we'll survive in silence," it's such a cool and segue into forward. this. How great is that? Man, It's so is... impassioned. This is a really um,
0: short, just like
1: it really is. Song's awesome. I don't know. It just kind of like a
0: minute. Exactly, and but this is, I think,
1: more great piano. If I, had,
0: if I if we could get these guys on the show, I would be willing to bet you, they considered this song like the bridge between the front and back of the album, because this to me is like where they shift a little bit. They just shift into more piano and more kind of like. I don't the word is deeper, but the the lyrics kind of get like more to the heart of things, I guess. I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass, but it just feels like a segue to the second half of the season.
1: Yeah. Sure, I know what you mean. Um, and it, I, it leads into that's a good in take, my opinion, I think. Probably
0: um, the best one on the album. It's not my favorite one, but I think it's the best one, which is the, the title track.
1: Don't you love that this song? Is it never really repeats yes, it's anything? Like, it's you don't always really new it until like the third or fourth listen. Yeah, everything. Yeah, there's, they they only do that gently forward or an empty thing twice, and the second time he does it, he doesn't deliver it the same way. And it's like this. There's not this is this is a very um like disjointed right, song. It's kind of like but it's that album it's the all Silent put together Circus so well. You don't but even know it's
0: well and not shitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know exactly. Yeah, I mean, what you're it's not mean, as good as Sound Surgery. When I came across yeah. this one, I was like. In a, part of me was almost thinking if I didn't hear space between the last one and the upcoming one, I would think it was either three or four songs or one song, you know? Because you could kind of. It's just so unique, but every time I come right. back to it, yeah. I'm like. And again, I think this is partly because of the placement on the album. I think if you have a really complicated song before this one, it loses it. But because they have that calm, two-minute piano, just, you know, palate cleanser, then you're so ready for this.
1: Yep. And I think maybe this song is the best example you could point to, to... Explain why they're progressive, why they're a prog band. Because none of this is very long and it's not so technical or or math sounding that it's obviously prog, but they are blending so many different styles and approaches yep. in this song. I mean, they do blast beats towards the end, where he says, This is the death of me. And it's like, I mean, that's just, you don't hear together, This could be parts of the song that be made in 1981,
0: right? You know, some of the vocal sounds and the guitar riffs and stuff, but then you have blast beats.
1: Yeah, somebody compared their, totally, their song from totally the New album to like, Tears for Fear. And there's nothing wrong with that. Least, like a metal Tears for Fear. Yeah.
0: All right, let's. That. that oh, I I absolutely. That song the guy was saying, saying it like so let's go to the next one, which is called What a Wonderful Day. I really like this one, too. Super cool, like electronic, kind of jump out at you. Um, for my money, as much as I love the front of the album and I love that second track, uh, "Misery Is Only Company," which is, by my way, by the way, my second favorite song on the album, I, I like the back half better. I love this this song all the way through to the, this gentle earth, which this gentle earth is my first favorite. Ghost Mile is my third favorite, and. Uh, Misery's only company is my second favorite. I, I love the back. I love the back half of this album. What do you think of it? Is?
1: Nice. The uh, back half had to grow me a little, but once I finally let it in, it, I really did. The only song that took that ever once in a while I kind of go, eh, is disconnected. Uh, but this song's really great, and I even like disconnected a lot. I just I'm in such a hurry right? to listen to the other shit. I know, right? so beautiful. I'm I like, oh, I want really to rather listen to Chandler, you know. <laughs> but right exactly right so but <laughs> this is another example of a song that threw me through a loop and i was like what do i make of this because the, the the chorus is a little like i don't know if he's like is he intentionally trying to sound like what a wonderful world think about and i'm like i, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if i got it why am i, starting, why am I trying to I analyze it like, so much know, and really not care. just enjoying it so i didn't really worry about it. Yeah. Uh, exactly right and there's other there are other things like the way he deli- he repeats lines things like that i'm like i don't know if i like this or not and it, eventually i just love it i don't know what took me so long but um this song is one of those songs if i would have heard this three months ago i've been like eh, and i love the. i don't know effect. if i like three minutes and 12 but seconds. now i love it you know i'm totally in
0: exactly i know man I- i'm telling you this is just you like can't skip it it's too short Soulbust. why would you even bother it's one of those albums where they never wear out their welcome nothing gets too much and you're like all right it's just just enough alright let's go to the next one Disconnected which ironically right. enough is titled Disconnected and you feel like it's kind of disjointed I think it is right. the one that's what do you think about this that one? I wait to get through so I can hear the next one
1: <laughs> I know it sucks because it's not the it's really not the credit size of the song it's a good song it is but um, yeah yeah I just got. Hey, exactly I'm like oh, right I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, I the like, oh, right, let's earth earth. Just, Yeah, but
0: I, I mean, I want to get to it so I'll, so I'll yeah. say my my point specific to it for just a second. But it's unquestionably one of those checkpoints on the album where you just want to jump to and say, like, I I gotta make it to this Gentle Earth because this song is just so fucking. Oh good. yeah,
1: oh yeah. Right, and this song is good. This is a cool part. I mean, the singing's very good. They change it a little bit where I get you have somehow disconnected. Like that's a cool part. There's a lot of cool parts in the song. Uh, it I mean, is it's a good song. And there's no way but, that you get it. Yes, it's a I feel like it's in the way. A ghost smile before <laughs> the gentle earth, and I would
0: feel the same way. So let's do it. Let's just jump to this gentle earth, because I have a lot to say about this one.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also makes me want to listen to Strainfore.
0: deserves to be played without you and I talking because that's just such a beautiful I mean
1: yeah the way he says I've never felt so alien I think that's such a cool line and he says this nightmare search uh, it's the juxtaposition
0: of like I don't know it's almost like he's frantic inside but the the words are peaceful peacefully delivered and peacefully sung with peaceful music but like a frantic message. I, yeah. I, th- I don't, that I, beginning I hope you can follow me on this. But you know how in Scrubs and other now many other TV shows, they tie a song to a resolution of an episode or of the delivery of a message? I, I could... Oh yeah! Think of yeah. no better like funeral for a person as you push them out. Like not a Viking funeral where you set it a fire, like not not setting it ablaze. But if you just put a, a carcass in a, ba- in a yeah. boat or a canoe and said like just pushed it out into the river, I could think of no better song than that beginning of this gentler.
1: Yeah, no doubt. This is a And the very guy's voice is just so beautiful Ballad type of song. So totally. Yeah, and that so, little piano. So <laughs> so I, I can right gush there, on this one, right this is by that, far uh, my favorite one. Back to it. it goes
0: this one, then Misery's Only Company, and Ghost Mile top three for sure. But the way that they're spaced on the album makes it, like the checkpoints are just it's effortless. So I want to hear what you think about As the City Takes the Night. That's six minutes, six and a half minutes. The longest by about a minute and a half. What do you think of that one?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to this one a lot as of late. Yep. I really love the, um, jazzy piano intro. I think everything about this song is pretty seamless. I like the chorus so much, especially when the way he hits, um... The word on and it says focus on the light and you're on the light. I think it's so I don't think that's even that I think I took like the sync of the guitarist doing that. Um this song is like six something minutes, but that's not it really doesn't feel like that to me. It feels so short to me. Uh and I just love how it's sort of somber and got a melancholy vibe. But the verses are pretty oh, up- yeah. or a pretty good yeah. tempo. <laughs> and when he goes, Hey, you I just like it My, yeah. That <laughs> reminds me of something silly, like almost yeah, when JD and Saving Silver is like, "Hey you," yeah. He, Remember, you know where he's like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, hey, what you say?" It reminds me of that for some reason, but maybe because the word "hey" stands out so much. But um, yeah, I found this like a melancholy song, but it's, it makes you want to focus on something good because the, the chorus is singing. It's about them leaving a, uh, I guess, a city being overtaken by the night, or um, the word it differently, but and you're like escaping basically. So I think it's kind of a really, yeah,
0: and it's a way, pretty like uh, but said. somber song, hey,
1: yeah, and you can kind you of get over that there? Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I like how they do the piano before they do the chorus the first time, and then the second time they go dun, 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 whatever that guitar uh, technique is. Like that's pretty pretty cool. Again, this like we mentioned it when we were talking about Uara but there's so many subtleties in this album
0: I always, ju- I always and, judge uh, an album really notice how much I desire to and, listen uh, to it again when it finishes the first time like I usually there there are occasionally times where I'll come back to an album weeks or sometimes months later yeah. where I just think oh what did I miss this first time around but that is far less frequent where, than when I hear an album listen to it all the way through and go I want to immediately experience that again I have to listen to that again and that's how I was on this one. It was, it just went so, and yeah. I don't know if it was partly because my yeah. mind was preoccupied with other things and it just kind of it rolled off my back. But I listened to this, I want to say two or three times in a row, top to bottom, just because it was so, it just like flowed into me very easily. There was no part where I had to stop nice. and think, oh, what was that? It was just all very, very digestible. yeah i could see that man i'm glad you, I'm great, glad you enjoyed it man I, it's a solid sure, I, it's one of my favorite I, like i said this really one and, and crisis from um, lexus on fire are the two that you've given me that i spent the most time with so quickly
1: sweet i think about my top three are probably this song and uh i love ascension i love the first song and i probably go ghost Mile. but it changed so much because the first time my first favorite song was the second song it's all changed. I just change the piece to be my favorite only song. Is so good. so mean, it comes a mean, ways. I mean I'll probably come back around on all those songs. That's my favorite. I know. But something about the I love Ascension. I don't know why. I the way they do that that growling right in the middle of it out of nowhere with that like black metal riff that you know, you're just kinda like what? And then they slowly come back into like the poppy sound. It's, it's like not we're, over. we're not gonna get no. like, too far. <laughs> you know, like, go too far away. <laughs> but we're not gonna straight too far. Away. Awesome. Um, yeah exactly you thought we were great we episodes all around great two great but, albums uh, and they yeah, have so very very different strong albums so man. anybody
0: out there listening who's got kind of a very taste you can find something you like out of one of those two albums. so check out and support Lotta u-a-d-a the album was devoid of light and check out ascension or excuse me ghost mile by voyager voyager v-o-y-a-g-e-r ghost mile and and both of those bands Yes.
1: have other albums that you should check out too and I know Voyager Voyager's yep. got tons of albums yeah particularly V if Is you're not checking out the Voyager album I going go V to but people do like The Meeting yeah, of I a lot
0: that one was the only yeah. other entree I had into this band and then re-listening yeah. I, I, because of this album you referred to me I re-listened to The Meeting of I and I had forgotten how much I really liked that. The vocalist is just incredible.
1: That's a. Yeah. And they, Like I said, they have a new album out too called Colors. Pretty damn good. Or Colors of the Sun. Yeah, I can't sure. remember All right, awesome. It. Phil. Pretty strong. You so won. Check out all the shit.
0: You, you won Rock, Paper, Scissors. Do you want to decide who tells the other well, one? Well, do you want to do. Their go ahead. Album? Right. You tell
1: me since I, I want to tell participated you in the selection process on winning real quick I'm curious this, to see what okay? it is.
0: So I was sitting around and I was thinking, I there are two okay. two albums I want to give him that are both like highly avant garde and just kind of out there, right? I was like, I got to give Phil something interesting and cool and like unique, something I haven't you know sent him before. And then I and I was like torn up about it for probably, I don't know, four or five days. And then I looked back and I had been keeping a list of other albums that I wanted to give you. And I had been bouncing back and forth, listening to these two that I was like, I can't decide. And then I listened to this third album that is nothing like the first two. And I immediately was like, oh my God, what the fuck am I thinking? I have to, this album's so much better. So I am... I'll be very very surprised. If you're going to pick an album to bait me on and tell me you think it sucked, I will not even believe you if you tell me it's this album. The the album is called Pariah by Nagelfar. Do you know them? All
1: right.
0: Okay, sweet.
1: No, no, never heard of that one. I heard of the, okay. I think I've heard of the maybe heard of the band Pariah by Nagelfar. N A G L F A R. I think. Nagel far. Okay.
0: I can't say that it's my favorite. Uh, well, I'm going to make, I'm going to be retarded and make some sort of John McClane. I can't back up. So let me, I'll just be reserved and say, I think every song is great. Like that's one of those ones where there is no lull. So, Yeah, every song is the best song you've ever heard. I really want to hear your retarded John McQueen, (laughs) though, but
1: that's okay. So, Pariah by Nagel I I can't wait to hear
0: your thoughts on it. Tell me what you have in store for me, or if I need to do a
1: choose-your-own-adventure. No, I flipped a coin. I I narrowed it down to two bands. And uh, I'm going to go with a band that we've heard before live on the metal cruise. And I think we both agreed were pretty cool. You said you listened to some of them, Okay, but I don't dude, think you I, I like and those I'm guys go. a lot. I'll Omnium definitely check Gatherum. it out. That sounds great. Mellow Death. New maximum, World Shadows. right? Like just totally. Oh yeah. Big time. New yeah, World A lot of melody. Vocals. Awesome. Awesome. Like you
0: one. are the fucking man. I have a Mitch Hedberg quote yep. to wrap us up. Unless you have anything else to say, you want to call it a day? All right. A waffle is like a pancake no, we're with a syrup That's the, trap. Uh, yeah, Mitch Hebert. I love that guy. So, so observational. R.I.P., Mitch. Yeah. All right, Phil. Until next time, you're the fucking man. Live this the is the Great Heavy Mitch. Music yeah. Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and to listen and subscribe on your podcast player of choice spread the word the great heavy music podcast see you phil
1: see ya